The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There's a story about someone who was a well-known searcher after early Jewish manuscripts. <clears throat> he published them. Many of the manuscripts that we have in uh, classical Jewish law, uh, some of them until quite recently were, were, were difficult to read. There are a lot of mistakes in them, uh, type uh, printing errors or, or copyist errors. And so this particular person made it his duty to go around the world trying to find the most original versions of the documents. And it happened that he found in the Cairo Geniza an, a manuscript of the Rambam. I think it was the Yad Chazaka. And he was so excited about this. And he went to the Egyptian government and asked them, you know, he wanted to buy, the, buy it from them. They said, no, sorry, this is Egyptian property. We are not selling it to anybody for any money whatsoever. So he was not a man to be easily deterred. He went to London. He lobbied um, support from the, House, in the members of parliament, the House of Commons, House of Lords, pulled all the strings he knew, got to meet all the people, used all the connections. He went to the States, to Washington, all the... He, he, really, he, he rolled out this, this army of troops and, and a substantial sum of money, and eventually he got the Egyptians to sell him this manuscript. And they brought this manuscript back to Jerusalem, to his machon, his, uh, his um, institute, where they would analyze and, and, uh, and um, print these new versions, and, and they put it down on the table, and of course the entire institute, the entire machon, gathered around to see this. You can imagine this moment, it's the first time that this parchment had been seen, been revealed to the eyes, Jewish eyes, in maybe a thousand years almost, a thousand years. And they, everybody leant over as they un, un, uh, unfurled the parchment. And there was one young fellow there, one of the junior translators, and uh, he leant forward to have a closer look. And he didn't realize, but just by his elbow was this, was this very large styrofoam cup of very sweet, very hot, very milky coffee. And as he stretched over to look, just the very tip of his elbow grazed the styrofoam cup, but it was enough to send the whole thing all over the parchment. And within a few seconds, the whole thing was an unintelligible glob. You know, the room went. You can imagine when the silence in the room. Right? Oh my God. And this this fellow, the the the, the Askan who managed to get this manuscript, he went over and he, he put his arm around the fellow and he said, "Don't worry, we'll get you another cup of coffee." <laughs> Up to that split second before his job was to bring this manuscript to the eyes of Jew, the Jewish people. Now. What's the next the job I have is to try in some way and save this person, to save his embarrassment, to give him comfort. My wife knows a Rebertson who always makes sure that the, she never finishes the conversation. <laughs> she always tries to make sure that the other person says the last word. You always have the feeling that she has more time for you. Have you noticed that? It's always struck me that the, the bigger a person is, the more time that he seems to have for you. And even though you know he's got many, many people, but when you're with him, he makes you feel, that's to be big, that you're the really, all that's right now is important is you. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.